1: Welcome back. Now, I normally stay well, well away from any stories involving celebrities, but this bizarre case of Jesse Smollett really fascinates me because I think it raises questions that we are dealing with on other fronts, and that's different standards of justice for different people, especially if they are famous influential, important. So, of course, he's the actor charged, who was charged with staging a racist and homophobic attack against himself, get this, to help him get a raise. Now, he was a star on the series Empire, and the Chicago Police Department devoted huge resources investigating this before the facts came to light. But yesterday, the prosecutor dropped all charges while explicitly saying it was not because Smollett is innocent, not because the prosecution got it wrong, au contraire. So this, in turn, prompted a vitriolic response from both the police superintendent and the mayor of Chicago, while Smollett is still insisting he did nothing wrong. Take a listen.
2: I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I've been accused of. This has been an incredibly difficult time, honestly, one of the worst of my entire life. But I'm a man of faith and I'm a man that has knowledge of my history and I would not bring my family, our lives or the movement through a fire like this. I just wouldn't.
1: So, there you have it, uh the numbers to call for one six three six zero zero seven forty toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty, and right now we are going to Rick Murray, who is a managing partner with national public relations. Hi, Rick
2: Hey, Libby how are you
1: fine you know if if you were doing the crisis communications for Jesse Smollett, like this would be a gold star a home run. <laughs>
2: <laughs> in theory, yes, but it's it's hard to know who to believe in this case, isn't it?
1: It it absolutely is. Well, uh, I think the prosecutor made it clear that that uh, he thinks that Jesse Smollett did this. Uh, so, you know, what do you make of it?
2: Well, first off, in full disclosure, I lived in Chicago for twenty five years, so almost nothing that goes on in that city would surprise me. Um, in in terms of uh how, how justice is uh is meted out um but i i do think that it's uh, an interesting case i've been reading sort of the comment streams on reddit and twitter and and so on about it and it's just it's um I find it fascinating that, you know, everyone is outraged at this case, and you you have to wonder if this was um, just a normal person, as you mentioned, who who didn't have uh, the resources or the means to hire a really expensive attorney, uh, who didn't have a family friend that was Michelle Obama's former chief of staff. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, if uh, any, you know, if the same thing would have uh, would have happened, if the charges would have been dropped, um, and I, I don't believe they would, and so it is a matter of influence winning out again. But the 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 continuance of that is actually one of uh, of white privilege, uh, and a discussion of that going on in Twitter right now, which is equally interesting. Which is like, you know, so one, you know, if this were again, if, if this were a white person that we're getting off in Chicago, would that make the newspaper? Um, or is is this a, a matter of uh, a question of this is such a rare occurrence that a uh, that an African American gets a break that um, people are taking offense to it
1: well, the superintendent of police who laid the charges against him is also black, and he pointed out that this might make people who are really the victims of racist or homophobic attacks reluctant to come forward or uh, they won 't be believed.
2: Oh, I totally agree. I mean, the whole thing is a miscarriage of justice one way or the other regardless of who you believe. If they had the evidence to charge him and get a grand jury indictment on 16 separate counts, it's hard to believe that the ev- they lacked the evidence to to get, you know, to sort of take it to trial. And some some hook and lever was pulled, uh, which is not uncommon in Chicago, um, to uh, to get this thing dropped. And um, I, I think that's a it, it's it's wrong, uh, and it's it's unfortunate that uh, that it's happened. But uh, um, such is the the way the justice system works in the U.S.
1: Well, it's I, I can't see how any Michelle Obama connection would work because the mayor, who was. Incensed, Rahm Emanuel. He used to be Obama's chief of staff.
2: Oh, I know, and, and, and trust me. When Rahm is mad, Rahm gets really mad.
1: <laughs> he was really mad. <laughs> he he called it a whitewash, and I I don't think there was an accident in the way that he chose his words.
2: No, and and it's also. Both the uh, mayoral candidates, because Rahm is not uh, is not up for election, he's going to uh, pull out of office after the uh, after the upcoming mayoral election, um, and and both the, of the finalist candidates have come out um, also asking for more information and saying why did this happen. So, I think you will see uh, you know continued uh, pressure on uh, the prosecutor's office uh, and the uh, state's attorney's office to to release information, and and that's a good thing. Um, whether or not this actually gets how much of it gets out now that the records Have been "quote unquote" sealed uh, is TBD, but I've I've got to believe that in this case, you know, everyone loses um, from a credibility standpoint.
1: You know, one of the things that I find uh, also very difficult to understand. So the prosecutor said, you know, he's he's not a violent guy, he's not a danger to society. We don't want to waste our time and resources prosecuting. Okay, but. Generally, when a prosecution makes some kind of deal that gives some kind of accused a break, they agree on a statement of facts. I mean, usually it involves a guilty plea, but instead of, you know, making him come out with some, you know, one of these celebrity apologies, he walked right out and basically lied to our faces.
2: Well, and in in theory, if you're truly innocent, why would you forfeit the ten thousand dollars in bail that you put up, and why would you do two days of community service if you didn't have to? Um, so there's there's serious questions of uh, you know credibility and and uh, you know and guilt or innocence on um, in the, in the case, and I'm not smart enough to know which way it is, but I know that a lot of money was spent investigating, and um, uh, all for naught, so it seems.
1: Yeah, I mean, what about the Bigger issues raised by this, which is a different standard of justice for someone who's a celebrity here in Canada. We are, you know, this whole Jody Wilson-Raybould thing is about a different standard of justice for, uh, you know, a, a liberally connected and a very important company, employer, Quebec corporate entity.
2: Yeah, I, I think that um, I can't speak to that one for um, you know uh, that particular case per se, but I do know that I mean in, in the you know money and influence tends to buy um, you know in, in, at an individual level, and celebrity um, tends to you know be get you some kind of preferential treatment in most cases, um, but I, I think that. In this particular case, um, they may have misread the you know public sentiment in, in particular uh, because of the uh, the heavy involvement and interest in it.
1: Hmm. And uh, if if you were doing crisis communications for Jesse Smollett, would you have advised him to? Come out and stick to his story. How would you have advised him to move forward? Because now there's a, he's been fired from his job, but there are already intimations that he's going to get his job back and maybe with the raise he originally wanted.
2: <laughs> Wouldn't that be interesting? Um, it's a great question. I mean, I, I honestly think that um, a little humility would have been good. And obviously, he's defending his own character, which I which I get. Um, but he he cost. Uh and he caused a great hullabaloo um, on, a, on a national, if not international, basis as he went through this exercise. And he he feels like he was victimized, but doesn't come out and in, in, um, you know he professes innocence. But I, I don't think he, he he came across as very credible. Um, and, uh, and that's just my point of view. Other people will probably say you know he's totally credible and, and believable in, uh, in the process. But um, I would have I would have asked for a little bit, you know if anything a little bit more humility. Uh, in saying anything, otherwise i'm might just gonna say, you know I'm glad this matters behind us, you know um and and leave it at that
1: and uh if if you were a betting guy, uh will the truth out
2: uh if we are a betting guy in Chicago? hmm uh I think that um the truth will likely never get fully out on this one um uh, there's no way the prosecutor drops this case um if Unless there, there's some kind of foul up in the investigation or in the you know one of the core you know witnesses is is incredible or has been found to have lied under in under oath, etc. I, I don't see that happening.
1: Okay. And uh, just anything else you want to leave us with on this?
2: <laughs> well, just remember it was Chicago. Okay. And, uh,
1: <laughs> the Chicago anything, anything factor. Happens in Chicago. Okay. Thank you so much, Rick Murray, managing partner at National Public Relations.
0: Great, Libby. Thanks a lot. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.